We have exactly 45 minutes. Hell yeah, we do, which is spicy. So let's cram some pimpage. Okay. Shall we? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) It's called cram and pimpage. That was great. I appreciate you. (laughs) Okay. What do you want to talk about today? We've got... uh, Apple One came out. I don't know. It's not really a big story, actually, cool. I don't think. But <laughs> I got a Surface Pro X. Yep. And we want to hear everything about it. The, the X. I also think that Owen and I, plus all of our listeners, we collectively deserve an update on iPad or Freddie's iPad decision. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I would, <laughs> we could also talk about the E-Ink tablet that I have. Oh, yeah. Remarkable, too. Remarkable. I would love to talk about that. And then, wow, that's like three tablet <coughs> devices. We have three tablet devices to talk about today. Yes. And then um, Prop 22 passed yep. in California. Boo. We should probably talk about that. Boo. Yep. And um, and then I, I'm interested in the Raspberry Pi 400. Mm. Yeah, tell and me then, about it. Well, let's do it on the show. Exactly. And then uh, what else? Anything else? We can talk about Xbox, although I guess we did that last week. But uh, it comes is there out anything new? Well, all the reviews are out. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that. But other than that, no. I can talk about it next week because I will have had it for a few days. Yeah, when that's are you cool. getting yours? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh man, that's yeah. exciting. Do you have Pretty like hard. Wednesday off? Uh, no, but it's a no meeting day, so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope none of your coworkers listen to this. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, not my boss. <laughs> I mean, I just play. Hey, wins boss. <laughs> I play a game at lunch. That's it. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's cool because it comes with because I uh, signed up for. Okay, I won't talk about it for long, but uh, because I signed up for Game Pass, there's like 120 games I can play on the first day. Oh, like, without sure. buying anything, which is pretty sweet. So I can play all the Halos or like Gears of War or any of that shit, which is pretty sweet. You know, I was hoping that. Stadia would rise to the top, and I don't think it's going to. But it seems like everyone's taking good ideas from Stadia, yeah, and being like, "Okay, we'll give a subscription, and people get some free games, and then they'll stay around." And mm-hmm. I think it's genius for Microsoft to be like 120 games because you signed up on launch day as soon as you pull it out of the box. I mean, Just that is, and they include now it includes all of the EA games as well in their pros, which is bananas. Oh shit. Um. So it should be fun. Anyway. I feel like there was a podcast related thing. Oh, uh, I could talk about Descript if you want. We talked uh, talked in Discord about the latest version. They released 4.0 and uh, I edited two podcasts in it this past week. And I think it's incredible. But I don't know how many of our listeners make podcasts, so we don't have to get in the weeds. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) A small small update onto that topic as well. Which is that uh, Spotify now makes lets you make. So in the past, when you wanted to make a podcast that contained mu- all music from one album, maybe you wanted to talk about one album of your favorite artist or something, it was impossible to do that because of the legislation or rules around it were so that you aren't able to publish all the songs from an album in a podcast because they wanted to make sure people aren't just posting albums illegally that way for people to listen to um through that way so it was possible to have like rights for a couple of songs or one song but it wasn't possible to have the whole album but now Mm. spotify is using their 
music force in podcasts in a very, very interesting way because you'd be able to basically make your own radio show now or talk mm-hmm. about an entire album. And I think it's even like um, that you would have almost like a playlist um, and then like someone talking for a while and then a song and you could skip as well individually. Does it, does it become a Spotify only podcast if you do this or do they then? I assume so. I assume so. No, you can release it on everything else, but it will be stripped out. Exactly. So maybe what you could do then is if you wanted to do that. Which would be kind of funny. You could be, (laughs) you could link to uh, a Spotify playlist, but you know, that kind of takes out the fun. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is one of the the superpowers that they are gonna try to use to you know win more souls for their podcast thing. But it's also yeah. like on one hand, it feels um, yeah, you know, they have a big advantage there, and and they should make use of it as well because it's a pretty cool thing, and it was not possible before. So I don't know. I quite like it. I quite like the idea of people being able to use Spotify in this way of making like music podcasts as well. But yeah, let's see what that will do for the landscape. Because obviously not many other companies can do this. Maybe Tidal, maybe Apple. Apple. Yeah. But yeah. Well, speaking of podcasts, let's okay. start ours. This is, this is one. <laughs> we are in one. Frédéric Amati. Owen Williams. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I feel like I was a deer in the headlights there for a hot second. It's like, what's my name? What is it again? <laughs> I've been doing the intro for like 50 or 60 episodes, I think, and I still don't know if I'm grammatically correct with the <laughs> in joining the R. I'm always like, Does it, is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, oh well. <laughs> how, how, how is the weather? <laughs> it's sunny uh, today, actually. Yeah, oh, nice. it's. I think it's cold, but it's sunny and cold, so nice. it's fine. I haven't been outside yet today, to be honest. I've been working on my new office all week, which Sick. which means that I laid like sixty six square meters of floors oh <laughs> last my God. weekend, That's and <laughs> and put put together like desks and stuff like that. And uh, um, I'm gonna be working there from Monday on which is going to nice. be amazing because I'll be able to paint there, which is really great. Um, but uh, today is my podcast day, so I'm staying at home. <laughs> podcast day. Podcast day. Care for it. How is the weather in uh, Canada? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it snowed last week, and now it's no like 17 way. degrees again, so I don't know what's going on. Um, Climate change. Yeah, well, I was very excited actually for the snow because I was like, I have a puppy. It'll be the cutest thing ever. And then it <laughs> melted like overnight. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. But I'm sure we'll get more than enough snow in December. So, yeah, uh, I was going to say. The end of, um, so here we've had like this COVID patio season. So, like, they closed a lot of the streets and like lanes on the streets and put um, bars outside and all of this stuff. So, last weekend, this weekend. So, it's kind of good uh, that they like got some good weather uh they have to close it here so this is the funny thing about that kind of thing and, to, and like san francisco i feel like you could just leave it open most of the years it might be a bit wet 
but uh in toronto it snows so much that they have to be able to drive the snow plows around so (laughs) they were like we can't leave the street ones there because otherwise you'll (laughs) you'll be like sitting there and a snow plow will go past and like just dump snow on you right of course you know uh but i'm sad about this because we have no indoor dining as well uh because it's too risky at the moment which means restaurants don't know what's going to happen yeah, here they are just closed because we're what they right. call in partial lockdown, which means for some <laughs> reason you're totally allowed to go shopping at Zara at night, but you can't, you know, uh, drink a beer anymore. Also not outside, also not inside. Um, you can't go to the grocery store with someone else anymore. You can't, exactly. You can only be with two people on the street, which is super strange because you, you are allowed to have three people in your house on top of no, your reduced, uh, family. They reduced it. No, it's two people in your house now. Sure, but then it's it like you and two people, house, yeah. right? So yeah, two guests in your house. Exactly. So you you can't walk with all your guests on the street, but you can have them in your house, which is oh, a I little see. strange to me. Um, uh... They they close museums, even though museums are really big spaces. But you can still get a massage if you want to, or a haircut. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because a lot of this is like uh, it's safe if you're spending money. <laughs> Exactly. Like, everything the COVID doesn't care as long as you're making a transaction. <laughs> it's so transparent. Yeah. Yeah, it's lame. But let's not talk about this too long. It's just a bit depressing. No, can we have like a sixty-second puppy update? Owen? Yes. Uh, pop. You mean the pop date? Pop uh, date. Of hey, course. Yo. My bad. <laughs> um, what do you want to know? She's very cute, and uh, she went on her first walk yesterday. That was very fun. Oh my very, god. Very cute. Went to puppy I class. Guess. I guess my question is like, how are you adjusting to it? Like having a pretty dog? good. Um, it's funny. Everybody warned us about the nighttime thing. Because puppies the nighttime tend to not thing? sleep through the night for oh. like quite a while. She slept through the night from <laughs> first week, so I feel like we got lucky there. Uh, but the harder part is during the day meetings and stuff is interesting. I, it's amazing how different it is from a cat. I'm not going to lie. Like Very, very different. During the day, because I didn't know this. I feel like I'm an idiot for not knowing this. I should have known. But puppies sleep like 18 to 20 hours a day for like the first six months of their lives. And so she'll be awake, like solid awake for two hours and then just knocked out for another two. And so it's like just timing that with meetings is proving to be interesting. Um, and she doesn't know when she's tired. It's kind of annoying. Right. So she'll just start getting really like vampire mode. Um and then it's time for bed, and then she just falls. Anyway, so uh, but it's kind of fun. I'm my actual fear is not. I'm not worried about meeting interruptions because people love it. My fear is that she's going to bite the screen. She's really interested in screens, and like she'll definitely break it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's going good. It's fun. It's a good time to have a puppy. To be honest, like. <laughs> Um, and we're meeting our neighbors. It's so hilarious. By the oh, way. nice. We live here for a whole year. Nobody talked to us on the street. Now we have a dog. Oh, hi, I'm Jill. Hey. hey. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Not, I don't care about my name. This is a dog. Where do you live? What's the dog's name? What's the breed? It's... Basically, where does the dog live and can I walk it? Yeah, yeah. Like, can I pet it? Where, where will I see it? <laughs> Amazing. Funny. People warn me, but like, people literally do this thing where they're like, puppy. Oh my god! Like, and like, <laughs> this like woman and her child came across the street and only talked about like to her. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's um let's talk yes. about the Raspberry Pi 400 because I think it, once we start talking about Prop 22, oh. we won't stop. So we'll save it. 
can't stop, won't stop. So Raspberry Pi actually used to sell a keyboard, and this one is almost the exact same form factor. Um, you know, I pretty... just remembered that. I was wondering, had I seen this before? And I was yeah, like, how somebody's made this? Have. They fucking made it. They have it. it. It was a keyboard with a USB hub in it. Yes. And they took the cavity that. that the USB hub was in and put an entire Raspberry Pi in it. Why and... didn't they do that the first time? <laughs> Maybe they knew this was coming, but uh, it's pretty genius. It looks cool. I saw someone do a teardown of it, and the whole the whole inside is a heat sink because those things get super fucking hot. <laughs> I actually... Wait, they get hot? <laughs> I guess they do. Oh, my God. They get so hot. My brother sent me one, and uh, within 30 minutes, it melted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a Raspberry Pi in the basement, like just hanging, hanging against the wall. I hope it's not hot. I had it in one of those little ca- cases that are made for it, but it just over case melted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have a Chrome box at home plugged into my monitor, and the Raspberry Pi 400 is like a a very high contender for replacing that because it's sort of like it's got all the ports in the back. It's got your HDMI port. You just kind of take the keyboard. It comes with a mouse. Can you run uh, Chrome OS on it? No, it's their own operating system. Boo. Mm. No, I mean, like, I mean, only if, it, if it runs a browser, it's pretty much Chrome OS, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I mean, this is quite <laughs> the pivot to, to talking about the Surface Pro X, but Pro X. Let's go. That's, Let's go. The Surface Pro X is the is I mean to steal Dieter Bond's like uh, line. It's the best Chromebook you could buy. It really is. <laughs> so it so is. However. I you know I'm in I love it like as a product I love it I the screen, Which color did you get I got the black one the screen is incredible mm-hmm. like incredible I wonder if I would actually still like this device if the screen wasn't so good I'm wondering mm-hmm. is it the screen that makes it so I think good the hardware design also really makes it even yeah. nicer I'm <laughs> loving I'm loving Windows I'm loving pretty because it just reminds me of of when people say is he hot or is he just tall. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it a good computer or is it a nice screen? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about how uh, a year ago, sorry, you can finish in a second, but a year ago, I think it was your dad was like, you guys should talk about Windows more on this podcast. <laughs> and like, we were like, fuck no. <laughs> and now this is like windowsdanpodcast.com. Like, yeah, it really is. <laughs> Look at us. The one thing I will say is um, the file explorer, whatever it's called, yeah, Windows Explorer it's sucks. The worst software I've ever used. It's the worst. It's like 20 and years of like the worst. Compared to Chrome OS's file manager, it the Chrome I mean, I wish they would just replace the Chrome OS it with the Chrome OS one. It is literally trash. Oh, I hate so trying to and find my files, navigating files. It. Like nothing has changed. Like it's Windows so 10, bad. everything, they made everything good. Everything's nice. And then you go into File Explorer and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I <laughs> it's know. It's the same. It's funny it's though because bad. I don't see it anymore. And uh, yeah. Mac was over the other day, and he looked at my screen, and he's like, "Damn, that's bad." <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing about it is that fucking ribbon is still there, like this insane toolbar thing. Yeah, I actually turned that off so I don't see it. But um, yeah, yeah, it's but it's but <laughs> it's but uh, I have the the Big Sur candidate release on my MacBook Pro. Big Sur, and <laughs> um, everybody, that just so you know. Big Sur. big Sur, big yeah, the Big, big Sur. Big uh, I I have the the candidate release on my MacBook Pro. It came out today, I think, or maybe yesterday. 
and um finder still broke in there too like <laughs> they redesigned it and i, I thought some of the design choices were nice but it's so buggy finder is really bad and then you that go. yeah it's like why can nobody do this well um it's, it's the so fundamental unstable. stuff well and we're on what year two year three of ipad os year mm-hmm. two i mean almost unusable still yeah with, like if you have any cloud-based service connected to it <laughs> you have to go in and open it to get it to sync so yeah, like, yeah the files app for me doesn't let me click anything until i go like if i'm in an app selecting a file i have to go out and open the files <laughs> app then i can choose google Drive. yeah it's like i i uh used ferrite for a little bit to edit the podcast this podcast and then you know from ferrite it's like send to files mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it you do it, and then you have to go to files to get it to sync to any of the cloud services. I've tried all of them. It, even iCloud, you have to open the files app to get it to kick out the file to sync to your other device. It's yeah. so bad. It's so anyway, bad. anyway, the Surface Pro moral X. of the story is the Surface Pro X is incredible. It really does need the 64-bit emulation, so I'm waiting for that to come. Because the Any very couple things that I that I have complaints for now will be resolved as soon as that happens. So I think, like for me, this is a perfect device. Once it has that, it, it's incredible. It's like literally incredible. It's such a good computer. What do you mainly um, use it for? Uh, everything. Um, uh, Internet. What, yeah, what, work. I mean, is there is there specific types of tasks that this a device makes easier or better in some sort of way um it's a good question i have a i have a take i i i hate to say it because you ragged on it a little bit freddie but i really like microsoft edge <laughs> yeah, um, i use it a lot <laughs> I, I don't so, want to be that guy but i like it <laughs> the only reason the only reason i don't like it is because they force feed it to yeah. me <laughs> exactly right. and then i'm just like i don't want it like Safari on Mac OS, it's like, try the new Safari every time there's an update. I'm like, fuck off, no. I ain't doing I, that. I've been using Microsoft Edge, and the smartest thing they ever did was just let the Chrome extensions run, because now I don't have to like figure that out. It was like, oh, I can just switch to this. And I tried to use Bing for a little while, to be honest, and uh, that didn't last very long. But <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Microsoft Edge, and you know, to answer your question, I, I do design work in Figma, Pitch, Google Slides. So mm-hmm. I spend 90% of my time there and the other 10% of my time is in like PowerPoint, which it's a Windows device, so it's got that going for it. And yeah, I mean the Adobe shit is not good right now, waiting for that 64-bit emulation. Yeah. It only lets you get three of the apps and they're all 32-bit versions of older versions of the apps. Um really weird that you know when this device was announced last year. They had Adobe on stage demo fresco, and it is not available on this device still. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, that's super weird. And um, and yeah, I, I, apparently I, I don't know that it's going to. Um, fresco might sort of be an iPad only thing at this point. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Weird, but and, I I I have high hopes for that to come out though. Then I wonder I wonder what that's going to be like. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my other thing that I really like the Pro X for is because you've got like a full computer and a pen. Okay, you may not have the pen. I but don't have the pen. Yeah. That is actually the thing that appeals to me a lot is like um, I use the 
pen like i sign a lot of documents and stuff or like fill in documents on the surface projects all the time like it's the one i grab i just like my vet for example for the puppy they need a covid like so many people need a stupid covid form that cannot be filled out for some reason without a pen and so i always fill them in on that thing and it's awesome like it's really good for that it's great um I, yeah it's yeah. the most expensive beautiful chromebook of all time right it has two USB-C ports so comparing it with my ipad pro that's it's a nice advantage i would say that i think part of what i like about this like i don't know if you remember i did buy the surface pro 7 last year and mm. then i sold it um mm. didn't know that I didn't buy the keyboard for this. Oh. So I, I didn't like, I like it on the Surface like. Pro 7. And I was like, well, I already have the Logitech peripherals that I right. like. So I actually updated to the MX Anywhere 3. Mm-hmm. And I've got my the little keyboard with the K80, I think it is, or the K30, somewhere in there. And so I just keep those peripherals at my office. And then the tablet comes back and forth with me. Sick. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe bring your own peripherals, and it's an even better computer, I think. Oh, my God. My house right now, I need to send some of these back. I've got, like, I was just, like, looking at my desk. This is, like, a pro laptop. I go. Laptop <laughs> go. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So, that's actually my biggest complaint about the um, Pro X is I, I feel like Microsoft does this with all of their different um, computers. But, like, this guy is so beautiful because the screen is rounded. I don't know. If Wait, I is this the laptop go? Yeah, this guy. Um, oh. <laughs> well, we just got ASMR bolt. Yeah. So, so like, you probably, oh, you can kind of see, like, oh, I really yeah. love these these corners on this guy. Like, Microsoft does this with their damn things, though, where, like, they don't add it consistently to everything. This is worth mentioning. Uh, I do agree with you. The rounded corner screen is ideal. That's what I love about my iPad. There's an Apple event on Tuesday, so we're yeah. four, sure. four days from that, and the rumor is all the new... Computers have rounded corners. Of course they will. I mean, that's gonna how they're gonna sell them. This because... is the this is the ARM event, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, just because there's so much going on in the US that I figured <laughs> like maybe we won't even make it to that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, uh, when Apple announced it, I was like, are you sure? <laughs> Great timing. Well, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I am very interested in the ARM computers though, and I would actually be tempted to buy a MacBook again. Yeah. Uh, with the well, arm, like, uh... what are you hoping that for them to solve with it? And I think this is so. This is something I'm really stuck on. I've seen a lot of people horny for arm on Twitter, and I look, I'm horny for arm. However, I would like to know what people think is going to magically get solved, other than that they, for well, some reason, hate Intel. I, I don't, I, I don't know that I would call myself horny for arm, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a Pixelbook Go, a yep. Surface Pro X, and an iPad Pro are my main devices. And all of those are ARM. Wait, this is Pixelbook. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, well, what is that? I think it's, it's... an M5. Oh, no, I do have the Intel one. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless of your point, I, I hear you. Freddie, yeah. they're all mobile hoping, chips. Yeah. What are you hoping ARM will do for you? I Okay, so I'm definitely not going to buy first gen because we know that will bite oh, you yeah. at Apple. Especially if, this time. if they do anything new, wait to the second generation. Well, yeah, the last time it was butterfly keyboards. So you're right, actually. That yeah. was the last gen. And 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 I mean this yeah, I don't know, but it's just it's just been a thing. Like the first iPhone, the first iPad, the first iWatch, whatever the hell. Uh Apple iWatch. Watch. Oh, yeah, man. I, I don't remember know. Remember those that rumors. Remember everyone's like, it's gonna be the iWatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. So 
please. So uh, those are always like really cool. And you're like, oh, I can see what the future is like, but this is not it yet. And so I'm hoping in the future there will be a machine with the ARM processor that will be good. And mainly what I am hoping to get from it is I just want to have a computer that, that is solidly built and that works together well with my iPad. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like for a while now, they have been uh, trying to make, um, um, what's it called again? Sidecar happen. And I think I think from an arm to arm device that could be more interesting. I don't know. I, I see a future there that we've been looking at for a while now, but we haven't really seen it happening. But the mo- there will be, I hope, a moment where all those things start to work together like yeah. their own vision was supposed to be. And I think that would be <laughs> the moment where we'll step back to Apple. It could happen. Uh, I'm not as optimistic about that. <laughs> well, it could, it could be five years. You never know. Yeah, I think that's it. And I also think, like, look, the thing that appeals to me about always about ARM is that uh, there's no fans. Uh, yeah. However, there actually could be some, depending yeah. on the form factor they go for. Like, that's something nobody's talking they, about yet. They might be <laughs> smart to do it because the yeah. performance gains would be worth it. And well, then you still thing. keep your battery life kind of low. Um, but that's the other thing is battery life. I mean, pretty not low. I meant um, battery drain low. If yeah. Apple, I'm just going to say this now. If Apple puts an LTE in a MacBook, I will buy it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> is cellular is the reason to go yeah. arm oh yeah i'll buy it i'll buy it anyway that's gonna be big for me that's that's it you throw an arm chip in a device so you can do cellular and it's like it's pretty compelling especially like i think their business case where they're selling those like 13 inch airs and the 12 inch macbook like that range I think if they have a cellular option, they are going to move units. So the funny thing is I never thought about the cellular thing because it's usually not available in the Netherlands. Right. Mm. So it's usually not a thing. I think you can get an iPad with cellular, but you can't get the, the watch or, you, yeah, obviously you can get the phone with cellular, but um, you can't, you know, that's not really a thing here for some mm-hmm. reason. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm uh, curious to see what they're going to be announcing. It's interesting how, I don't know, I guess they always do a bunch of events in the fall, but to me it feels like they they just cut up one big event into three little ones. Oh, 100%. I also think it's because the length is smaller. It's a bit confusing. Like, every event has been so much more punctual that it feels like there's a lot. But I also think that the other thing is that time is a flat circle right now. And it (laughs) feels like every day is the same day. And so it feels like like their events are just every week or something. Yeah, exactly. I think today is like uh, 230th day of March or something. Jesus. (laughs) It feels like that. I think it's November 3rd for the fourth time in a row. Oh, my (laughs) God. I know. But it's interesting, though, because like I, I... I have this issue way more than I usually have. And it's, I mean, it makes sense why, but like, I even forget that it's getting cold outside. Like I, <laughs> I'm still walking around in my, like, you know, some late summer uh, outfits and I'm like, why am I so cold all the time? It's too early for, you know, winter jackets, but it's actually November. So, you know, we'll see. Anyway. Um, Real quick though, on the Apple event. Do, is there anything unexpected that we think is happening? Are we going to get air tags or an actually, Apple TV? I have a spicy take that I think people will be disappointed at how few computers are announced. I think people are going to be yeah. really. I think Apple will have one of them ready, and it will be the like the lightweight, like it'll be a, a MacBook Air. It's the easiest one. I think everything else is they're going to probably show a MacBook Pro and be like coming twenty twenty one. 
yeah, in the exactly. iMac. And then the I think I think we'll see no iMac. I think we'll see no Mac Pro, and they'll say. Um, They'll say, oh, uh, next year. Like, oh, actually, what did they say last time? It was like coming in the future or something. When they announced the Mac Pro last time, they were like, it will happen. And then there was just no date for like 18 months. But I think I think there might, I think there will be a lot of like, hey, here's this thing. Look at it. It's so cool. And no dates on a lot of it. Because, I mean, I'm surprised that they even are holding an event, to be honest. The iPhone was late. This shit's even harder. I um I think the event is to walk out a couple developers and sh- oh, for yeah. them to say, oh, what we've been able to do with ARM on desktop is so much more yeah. than we've ever been able to do before. And then there's look at this our, one laptop, you can use it now. Look at our demo, look at our demo. You know, the, it's just like when they march out the people for the AR demo every fucking quarter. And they have to do yeah. it before Christmas, <laughs> that's the thing. So yeah. um, I think that you'll actually get some new Intel Macs, uh, which will be hilarious. Because like, yeah. they probably won't even mention it. Um, I would say one or two computers. I wouldn't expect the really hardcore ones yet. But hot take: if you're a developer wanting to use one of these, especially web developers, half your shit don't work. <laughs> like we've been apparently testing it internally at work. Half our shit don't work. Hmm. You mean like your development environment? Yeah, like a lot of stuff that's on. Um, there'll be like a lot of packagey stuff that we have to use to build our platform. Oh, There's okay. just stuff upstream that straight up just won't compile. And um, if you look in the GitHub repos, people are like, meh. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> see how this is going to go. Uh, so like, uh, we're not allowed to... Well, they've said, like, please don't try and use one of these right now if they come out. We'll yeah. see. Amazing. I mean, it's we'll always going to be like that. Companies should wait anyway. Like, it's going to be two years. <laughs> I just... Yeah. I, I am still kind of hopeful of, like, what this means for iPad. 100%. I hope they show something weird like that. Like, here's a weird iPad that's actually a computer. I would, I'm here for it. I just think it. If developers are building for ARM, for oh my Mac, God. it's. I think it makes it. I, I'm assuming the whole reason is it makes it easier. Well, you to, can run. Remember, you can run iOS apps on Mac OS when this comes out. That's yeah. The, I w- I want it to go the other direction. I want someone's going to make a decently powerful desktop app that just runs on my yeah. ipad also okay. but yeah exactly we'll wouldn't that be well, great i just want to say though that uh i think i actually lost my train of thought so it doesn't even matter i have nothing to say oh. let's keep going <laughs> well speaking of ipad i know that freddie had been deciding about replacing your how old ipad pro with the new, the new ipad one. pro are you yeah, waiting I... are you gonna get the air it's so hard. I have this the second generation one, which is the one with a good screen. Um, but the one before the nice design of the flatter iPad. Do you still have lightning port on it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Um the thing is it's getting a little slow and the battery life is just mm. horrendous. And I also really hate still the way um, the the pencil charges because you know right. at my every day when I work on my iPad it's like right it's dead and then I charge my iPad and then I'm like oh right my pencil's also dead you know like so <laughs> right it's 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 annoying um, and my screen is having like strange leaks light leaks I mean it's kind of oh, no. it's kind of wow. time for a new it's one. Time. So but what are you Zach do has told me that maybe in the <laughs> near future there will be 
a better version of the iPad Pro. You mean like every year? True. Yep. Apparently Q1 is the the latest rumor. Yeah. So that is kind of like, that is bridgeable in a way, you know? It's not like my iPad is dead or it's unworkable, but it is getting to the point where it might get unworkable at some point. And I'm now trying to see if I'm just going to be like, fuck it, I'm going to buy a new one or if I'm going to like stretch it. Yeah. So again, I'm in that like annoying Apple thing where they make me like, you know, in this weird position where there is basically one little window of like one month or so where it makes sense to buy the new thing. And then it makes more sense to wait for fucking two years or whatever Mm -hmm. until they come out with the next version. Do you remember when there was that time with the Mac, MacBook Pro, where it was like four years since they had like refreshed it? Everyone's like, I'll just wait one more year. Exactly. Maybe Apple will deliver and I mean, from a like a gov- from like um um uh, environment perspective, that's great. Like I'd rather use my iPad longer and buy something new when it really is necessary. Um, so I kind of like the the you know that they make me want to you know make most of my device, which also comes with the fact that the devices are really expensive. But yeah, it's it's a bit double. I'm not 100% sure yet. I think I decided that I'm just going to try and use my iPad for as long as possible. And if at some point it becomes unworkable, I will buy it regardless of what's out at the moment. That makes sense. That's smart. It's my daily driver. I need it. It's very important. Um, But yeah, yeah, I, I would hate to, you know, look back in, I don't know, February or March and think, couldn't I have just waited for another two months? Because then I would way more proof. <laughs> oh, you know? I hate buying tech shit. This is the yeah, biggest the thing. Worst. The, like, I am in this industry and I have this. Like, I had it with, when I bought my TV when I moved to Canada. I bought the Samsung frame. I'm like, yeah, they just released a new one. Fucking 38 days later. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 38 days is a specific number because you can't return it. After 30. So, yeah. Well, do you tell us about the Remarkable 2? Yeah, oh, I want to hear. I don't have it here, so I can't show you, but it's super interesting. Well, it's it's big, right? It's an audio podcast. This is all tablets all the time today, I feel, but that's fine. Um, so, it, Remarkable, the reason I found out about this thing, as you may have, is all the bloody Instagram ads. They're very good yeah. at Instagram. I don't know why. So many ads for this damn thing on Instagram. So, it's an e-ink tablet. It's about the size of like an iPad Pro, the uh, sorry, the iPad Air, baby iPad, and but it's entirely e-ink, so it's got a, it comes with a pen. Well, you have to pay for it, but you should buy the pen because it's useless without it. <laughs> and it's basically like a I don't even know how, a giant Kindle, uh, but even thinner, and you can draw on it. And it's I didn't like I didn't know e-ink could do this. Like you right if you've ever used a Kindle, you're like oh e-ink is cool, but like nobody will ever use this for anything <laughs> like, yeah right. exactly it's it's but, letters but nothing else yeah but the because the screen reloads every time and it's like kind of jank and like whatever but with the remarkable it's crazy like you're drawing with it and you're like wait this is how e-ink can work <laughs> like, yeah it's funny because it's, whenever i use an e-ink device 
no matter what it is, it always feels like I'm using some 90s software or some 90s device in some yeah. way because it's so, I feel like- it's funny and interesting and it's definitely yeah. different and weirder than all the other screens. What's well, But it, it feels old, yeah. Well, that's what I love about it. It feels like retro old, like, uh, retro futuristic almost, sorry. Like, and it, it's amazing. Honestly, the Remarkable is incredible just because it's like the pen thing works so well. Like, yeah. The latency is great. Um, I use it a lot for just taking notes now, um, which is awesome. It's lighter than an actual notebook, first of all. Um, and I don't know, like it's a really interesting device because it basically practically does nothing. I feel like it's the biggest like struggle with this thing will be selling it because it's like when, when you're up against the iPad, Apple is like 8,000 features. Here's all the things your iPad can do. Blah, blah, blah. Remarkable is like, take notes, good. <laughs> yeah so what i what i understand what i understand from remarkable is that they made their own os basically yep. and in a way it feels like they're trying to um make a new version of the wheel there which i find a little yeah. bit odd like they have some I sort totally of agree. they have some bit of that um you know steve jobs kind of like um, you have to make it yourself, otherwise it will never be good. Uh-huh. Kind of vibe going, and I, I'm not exactly sure if that's necessary. Also, so the, the other thing would be, what else? What could it run though? Is like because there's an e-ink tablet that runs Android, and wow, it's weird. Yeah, there is like this. <laughs> there is like this Russian company which is called Opal or something that's, yeah, that yeah. does it, or Onyx. Yeah, that's the one, Onyx. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure if it's like the way to go. The the other complaint that I've heard from people using it is that it doesn't have, uh, two factor, uh, authentication. Yeah. You can't, you can't. Oh yeah, they added that recently. Did they? Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. There's an update. Good. Because it didn't come with that. And I thought it was a little bit weird because like if you're taking notes and like, I mean, if you're taking notes for work, but also if you're taking very personal notes, you don't want it just behind like one password, I think. Yeah, so there's like a password unlock now. But um, to your point about the OS, I think they had to do it that way because it has to do, I think like the whole point of it is to do practically nothing. Like that when I was, because I talked to their press people to sort this out and they were like, look, you have to know it's not an iPad. Like it's not supposed to have features. (laughs) Can you you read books on it? Yes. And so it has Wi-Fi. You can so like in my browser I click a button and it just beams the page to it, which is really cool so I can read on there and you can read books. So I'm reading a dog training book on it and you can draw on the book, which is awesome. So much nicer than the Kindle. Um but you're right though. It's very focused. Like it like the the infuriating thing about it and this is like my final point is it's so focused that it does practically nothing. However, the community kind of stepped up. So like what I mean by this is like there's a lot of obvious stuff that it feels like they should do. Like, uh, why doesn't Pocket sync with it? Why doesn't, like, I don't know, why is there no Kindle app? But I understand that that's kind of the, that's the angle is like, we don't care. And the flip side is the community has stepped up. Like, it's open source. You can just hack it. Like, it's completely not locked down. You can just do shit with it. Um, So somebody release a Pocket thing and you just run the code on the Remarkable. So That's cool. I feel like I'm on like year five or six of wanting a Kindle, but never buying one. <laughs> and it's because every time I look, I go, why, why haven't they updated this yet or that yet? You know, like there's always, it's always so far behind the technology that's available. It's because that's just how Amazon is. Like Goodreads hasn't yeah. changed since they bought it's it. It's also like there's no competition. To. Like they don't care. Yeah. 
And this is one of those things where I know it's kind of a pipe dream, but I hope that I, w- I kind of hoped that the antitrust litigation happening in Congress would make Apple and Amazon at least have to have their stores on every platform. Yeah, totally. So that because like, wouldn't it be great if Apple Books and Kindle were available on the Remarkable? Yeah, exactly. Because and- they unfortunately are the only two large stores for buying ebooks. They've got sort of a stranglehold on it. And we need, I guess, like a Spotify to come in and do the third party game to just yeah. have another option. But uh, I don't really see it happening. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I would probably get the Remarkable 2 if it had the bookstores on it. Yeah, yeah, totally. The, look, here's the biggest problem I have with it, and then I'll shut up about it. Uh, I really like note-taking. I use it a lot. It's very cool. And I, the, I love that it syncs to your computer. So like, if you forgot it and you're at your computer, you can still read your notes. The biggest fuck-up that they made, in my opinion, is the thing has handwriting recognition, right? So when you're on it, you can s- click a button, and it converts it to handwriting and sends it. You can't do that from the app. Like... If you're on your computer, you you can't convert it. And you also can't, it's not indexing everything, which seems bananas. Like you can't, the text isn't like converted in the background when you write it and it's not searchable. Like, I don't know why they didn't build this. It seems obvious to me that like the device niche is like, put your brain in this and let, we'll let you search it. Like why build a smart e-ink thing that isn't like, I can search what I wrote down. Cause that's the, why I think it's better than a notebook so yeah exactly that uh, that makes it like because the, the the thing that you've said before that it can't do much like i think that's yeah. all right because like a notebook doesn't do anything other yeah, than exactly. <laughs> you know it doesn't even light up yeah um, well that, neither does remarkable by the way really <laughs> there's no backlight oh, interesting yeah oh which really I was weird i they argue that it, it would look weird and it might but i also think it's a really dumb omission so yeah so, so on uh on the game boy color they had this little accessory you could buy. There was a little micro USB slot on the I side. I remember And this. it was a little light. Yep. I it was had like it. a little book light. And I yeah. had that. And it was, they sold it in the different colors. So I had the yellow Game Boy Color and the yellow light. I had the one the... that was the magnifier that had the light built yes. in. You know how it made yes, it bigger? I remember it that. Light. Yeah, that one was the one. With the speakers. Yeah. It's so funny yeah. because that one looked like um, my grandma when she was like doing embroidery <laughs> or something. She always had like a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that so... though. That sentence. That one looked like my grandma. So Remarkable just needs a little clip light that plugs into it. Hey, at least they've got USB-C on it. I'll say that. That's what I. That's why I won't buy a Kindle. Is I'm still like, yeah, well, Amazon, what are you doing? Could have USB-C. The funny so, thing with anyway. Kindle is that um, it, it, the battery goes forever, and yeah, then and then Remarkable. and then by the time when you have to charge it, you're like, fuck, where is that cable? Or, like, actually, this is literally the only thing it. in my house. I'm on vacation when I actually really want it. I'll like pack it, I'll like go, and then I'll like get there and I didn't bring a charger and it's dead. Yeah. That's, that's happened to me before. Why doesn't it support wireless charging? Okay, they're never going to do this. Amazon They're never going to do it. That's, um, that's, what, that's what I'm saying is like the store is the problem. It needs to be more open because better people make better devices than Amazon. Hard, yes. Um, I have four minutes left. Yes. Okay, is there well, anything we should talk about? You know about? what? I, I teased at the beginning we we're going to talk about Prop 22. I said it was going to be our biggest subject. Let's just save it for next week. Can yeah. we just say it's disappointing and then come back to it next week? Yeah, Super exactly. Disappointing. 
it passed it and then the uber ceo immediately said we're going to get more involved with writing laws because it works because all we have to do is money at it yeah this is like facebook with prop uh uh, sorry with uh, section 230 they're like we support more regulation let us write it let us write it (laughs) yeah i this is very toxic and i don't like this trend at all uh the biggest issue with Prop 22 was that it's basically permanent. It's almost not, yeah. you know, rewindable. Um, and and I, th- I think I think they just sneakily got it through because people were so thinking about um, the country going shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, talk we'll about talk about it, about it later. Thing, so. And um, I mean, we're in the middle of the elections right now. And maybe we can talk sure. a little bit about what happened this week as well like from a tech perspective i don't know if that even makes any sense but i i, I wonder um if we can make an angle out of that maybe let's hope well, I, uh, let's hope for the best i also wanted to say Freddie, you said this was like toxic and bad and i just wanted to say like the worst part of prop 22 in my opinion is it disproportionately affects mm-hmm. black and brown people mm-hmm. in california yeah. and the fact that these giant tech companies paid for it all and that's who it affects is it it's leaves a really bad taste in the mouth yeah exactly exactly yep but yeah so next week let's do apple event and prop 22 stuff (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think i I think so like this is a good place to wrap anyway here so next week we can we can cover that stuff yeah but in the meantime, like let's talk about Prop 22 and Discord. We've got a Discord yeah. server. You can join it in the show notes. You can go to chargepodcast.com and click the community button. You can jump in there and we can chat about Prop 22. It's a shit show and there's lots of excited people in there that will talk about it with you. So Yes. Amazing. Um, vote. Oh, it's too late, but you should have voted. So... <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, come hang out in Discord. And next week, look forward to talking all about ARM. I'm sure they will eat the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> super honest. I, I've got a... some ARM puns saved Maybe up. Maybe we can do a spicy <laughs> one straight after it. I love that. Yeah, I like that idea. Maybe we could do one more closer to the event. Yep. All right. On that note, okay. see you on the internet. Bye, Bye. 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 Oh my god, guys! Ooh, what? What? Wait, I, well, let's finish this first. <laughs> what? Well, okay, okay, okay. I don't think okay. I can anymore. What? Sorry, I was. I, I just saw that Pennsylvania flipped. Oh yeah. shit! See, I this. Oh wow! Wow, this is the craziest. I I woke up this morning and it was like, oh, Georgia has flipped. Anyway. I'm obsessed with the data viz on this whole election this year. (laughs) If I'm honest, like that, there's so many good graphs. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like me. I'm always like, I love graphs. I love (laughs) refreshing like shit. I got all the like, I have all these like crazy, especially because of the mail and vote stuff. There's so many good charts. Yeah, like the ones that like slow, slow divergence. Wow, this is great. Anyway, okay. Thank you for listening. We won't get into that.